Single Mom Budget Travel Podcast, Episode 7. Zephyr, this week we're talking safety. This is a big one. We always get tons of questions, right? Yeah, I mean, it, it's one of the most important episodes of the of the whole podcast so far, I would say, in terms of traveling. I would agree. And it's something that uh, we get a lot of questions about from people who uh, wonder how we travel as a single mom um, and son, child alone um, around the world. And it's something I think people think a lot about um, in terms of going, even traveling in the first place or going to travel places. So I think we put together, I think around 10 tips that we think are useful for safety. And, um, you know, again, always with the view to like, we encourage people to travel. Um, but we do encourage people to travel safely and to be smart about it. So hopefully this is less like paranoia setting in and more like, Hey, these are important points and useful tips. And, um, you know, not to scare anyone out of traveling at all, but to be more prepared. Exactly. Okay. All right. <laughs> uh, Cause you know, traveling can be scary, but I, our goal is to always encourage travel. So travel yeah. safety, um, single mom budget travel. Thanks so much for joining us again. And uh, we'd love to hear from you. If you've got feedback for us or, or you've got something you'd want us to talk about, um, please DM us at Single Mom Budget Travel on Instagram or Facebook. We would love to hear from you. So, Zephyr, let's get straight into safety. I think right. um, when planning like a world trip like we did backpacking, going to places we'd never been before, places that didn't speak the language, there's a couple of things that you really have to keep in mind. But my my first one, and you're relatively involved in this, but I sort of lead this as the adult, is to do a lot of research, right? Absolutely. I do so much research before we go places, not to necessarily find the coolest places or the best things, but to just get an idea of the culture that I'm walking into with you, important things to know about that culture, um, important safety tips that I can find even on the internet about, you know, are there um, areas that are not appropriate for, you know, or appropriately safe for a woman and a son to travel alone. Most places are fine, but you do need to do a lot of research, or you should, I would say this, this is my tip, do research before you travel somewhere. And right. that that surprises me often that some people will travel and they think what their idea of research is, is they've just kind of seen fun stuff on social media. And they're like, oh, it looked fun, I best go. And then they get there and it kind of wasn't <laughs> what they thought because they didn't even look into it past the surface level. So I, I, when I say do research, I mean a few things and we're going to get into that here. Number one is learn to use maps. My goodness, my <laughs> goodness, my friends, like the, the lack of ability as a people recently to use maps or even just even instinctively look at a map before they go somewhere. Like it is my top tip. Orient yeah. yourself, like orientate yourself to where you are going, look at it on a map. If it's a city, look at that city on the map. Start doing some research on great neighborhoods, fun things to do, but just also like 
from from a navigational aspect, look at the city. Where's north, south, east, west? Where are the main rivers or structures or markers for you as a person so that when you're, you travel there, you know, you go, oh, yeah, well, um, to, like say you're in Los Angeles, right? Well, you know, the ocean is as far west as you can go because it's the edge of California, right? So if you've hit the ocean, True. you're definitely west. <laughs> um, and if you've hit the mountains, you, you could be east, you know, like it just depends where you are, but those things are important to, to know about and to be aware of. And landmarks are really, really useful when you travel. So knowing if you're in Paris where the, uh, you know, Eiffel Tower is what side of the, of the Seine River that's on, that Paris has a river that runs straight through it. If you're going, you know, to any place, look at it on a map and find the specific landmarks and orient yourself with where you're landing, where that airport or train or whatever your port of entry is, where that is in in contrast to where the city center is, where you're staying, places you're looking at staying, what kind of uh, transit's available in that city. Do the research, but really look at a map. I I feel like, is that something I've taught you, Zephyr? Yes, it's something you've taught me, and I'm realizing, I feel like we, we mentioned this, we've mentioned this in the past couple episodes, I think we mentioned in the budget one, and on the Paris one, but it's just such an important tip, I feel like it's one of the top tips for travel in general, know where you yeah. are, you know, it applies to yeah. budgeting, you know, it applies to finding areas that are cheaper, it can apply to being in areas that are more safe, or just not right. getting too lost, um, Right. you know, causing less stress if you know where you are if you you can know if you can look at a map and recognize where you are and where you're going you'll be less stressed and more safe right and safer so um with the maps um there's a couple of apps that are offline maps that you can download onto your phone i use google maps because i travel with a portable wi-fi system and then or buy an international SIM card of the place that i'm going um so i use google maps intentionally just so that in a creepy, weird way, we are being tracked, right? By at least Google. And I feel like that is a little bit of an extra bit of safety just for you and I. And then another thing I like to do with maps is when I put in directions somewhere, I screenshot them, right? Right. You always take a screenshot in case uh, the maps shut down or it's not really working or for some reason the app's not working. Then I have screenshots of that. And that's really useful as well for when you enter a country and you have to fill out customs forms and you're stressed out and the airport might not have Wi-Fi or whatever. So um, screenshots of where you're going and, and just having a general sense, look at the directions as well. Just kind of, even yeah. if you're skimming them, try to pay attention to the start point and the end point and some major streets or whatever. I feel like people rely so much on, on Google maps. And obviously like we use them all the time and it would be such a different experience for us backpacking without them. But, um, but I think also people rely on technology working and it just doesn't always work. And we've had so many instances where the Wi-Fi didn't work or the GPS dropped out or the cell phone didn't really charge on the train, the eight hour train trip. And we didn't notice or we couldn't do anything about it. So just always like be prepared in those in those instances. And then another thing is always ask 
for directions and seek out help in like reliable, safe places, right? So right. seek out help if you if you don't know or you have questions. Train stations, uh, police stations, uh, in inside the airport, not outside the airport, because sometimes outside of like train stations or airports, it tends there tends to be some like sort of more scammy types of individuals kind of ready to take advantage of tourists. So just always ask inside the train stations or the airports. And then a lot of the cities that you travel to, um, particularly in Europe, they have um, tourist centers or, um, you know, little places you can walk in uh, and just ask for tourist information. Don't be afraid to go into those places. If you do feel lost in those those things are not available to you immediately. Retail locations, grocery stores, hotels are always a great place to go in and safely ask for some help and for some information. Um, so I would just say, like to cap, to recap that, like uh, learn how to use a map, read maps, use maps as you travel, plan before you get to the country. Zaf. All right, all right. Next one is give someone your travel plans, right? Even if you have to like update them. So like for us, we know we're going to be traveling overseas again, but we don't have sort of the back end of our trip planned. But the, right. the stuff that we do know, we're going to send to my mom, my dad, your dad, and like my sister so that like a bunch of people have our information and know what our, you know, our Airbnb location is and our flight information. And then I also always send my mom and your dad a copy, a digital copy of our passport so that they have them right. just so in case our computers get stolen or we get robbed or we lose them or something happens, then we have somebody who can send us, if we have to go to an embassy or the police station, um, we have somebody who can send us copies. So, you know, they always say like make copies, physical copies and digital copies of your passport and all of your important travel info. But I also always send it to somebody else. And if that's a close friend or a family member that, you know, you can easily contact, like that's a, that's, to me, is the smart, safe way to travel. And then if you're, you know, doing a looser schedule and you need to kind of like, oh, I'm on the fly, but we're going to go to, you know, today we're in London and tomorrow we're decided we're going to take the train. We're going to take the channel. We're going to go to Belgium. Just updates, update your crew, update your safety right. people and d- designate those people that want to take that responsibility for you when you travel. Um, and, and if you have good friends, they should, someone should care enough to want to, to help you with that. Right. And also another like minor thing is give somebody a copy of your traveler's insurance, because sometimes you might not have easy access to documents. And just, I always say better to be safe than sorry. We did that even when we were living in new Orleans in 2021 and we had to flee because of hurricane Ida. I still immediately took pictures of all the information and things that were important and sent it to my mom. And even though she's in California, nowhere near us, but just so somebody had an extra copy of things. Right. So give somebody your travel plans and keep them updated. Um, I think that's really important. And uh, that's just always worked for us. Right. Yeah. We use it. Right. Every time we go somewhere, we always, let our it, let our crew know. Yeah, just remember <laughs> remember when we were in Buenos Aires and we thought we'd lost those passports. Like we just oh, they fell yeah. out of the pocket, yeah. it, like or they fell out of the cab or something out of my bag when we were getting out of the cab. 
ironically by the U.S. Embassy, hilariously enough, but like we were in a panic and I was like, okay, well, worst case scenario, you know, Nana has a copy of my passport and the embassy's right here. So even though the, the cab driver turned around and was like, I think I saw your passports on the streets. Let me go back around. We've had those experiences, right? So it's just always good. Oh, your dad. Remember when your dad, again, in Argentina randomly, not that it's an unsafe place, but he left his bag in an Uber and had to, like, we had to go to the police station and get information and the contact. But I think, thankfully, he knew he had had a copy of his passport and a few other things. That So when we had to contact the Australian consulate, we had information that we needed. So this, right. it happens. It does happen. So uh, always give somebody a copy. Um, I would say next point is important and can kind of relate to those things we've already covered off so far is... In a situation where you where things aren't going right, if you're lost or something like you've lost a passport or something bad is happening or or stressful is happening to you, do not panic. Panicking is one of those things that is bizarrely like you've put a spotlight on yourself, particularly in places right. where like there's a lot of tourism and people prey on tourists um, who are discombobulated or feel like overwhelmed because it's a crowded area or whatever. Really try not to panic. I know that sounds like easier said than done because you're like stressed about something in that moment. Panicking is you become a beacon for like not great things to happen to you. So try to remain calm, but, and, and also, you know, not panicking allows you to think more clearly. So if you're somebody who is prone to panic attacks or prone to panicking, uh, I might not suggest solo travel. I might suggest travel with a travel buddy who, you know, is like great in situations where you need a little bit of assistance. But if you're with, friends or you're together in a crew or a couple or whatever your you know travel situation is is do not panic panicking brings attention unwanted attention to yourself usually in public spaces so try to stay calm while communicating that you need assistance i feel like that's pretty clear right Seth? it's a great tip yeah Okay, good. Thank you. Um, this one is uh, the next one is something you and I are really passionate about, and that is learn a few key phrases of the country you're visiting. Like yes. just do the right thing, right, Seth? Yeah. And and we we were talking about this. We talked about this in the Paris thing. You know, know a couple of French words, but it's not only just good travel courtesy. Um, it can also help you if you're in a you know let's say uncomfortable situation. If right. you if you're lost or you know you don't know where something is or if you're just in general don't feel safe, um, you, if you have a couple basic phrases, um, you can talk to you know a local or find someone uh, who works at a place or anything. Just have some basic phrases because you can't yeah. rely on you know them knowing English um, or your language of choice, yeah, exactly. whichever it is, or, yeah, right? Whatever your language is. Um, you can't rely on them to know that uh, when you're in a foreign country. Yeah. Um, yeah. So it's, so it's number one, like you should do that to be a good tourist and a good traveler. Exactly. And then number two, or maybe you could flip them in terms of relevancy, like for safety, for safety, yeah. you should know a few key phrases and important words or things that are going to help you feel safer or get access to help quicker in the country that you're going to. So 
that's just should be obvious but man the amount of people that travel and don't even bother again we are only saying this because it's something that we come across all the time so and shout out to my mom for like uh trying to do duolingo italian and coming up with me gazpacho (laughs) no italiano me gazpacho no italiano italiano. she was trying Um, to say me gazpiaci no italiano which means i don't speak any italian i'm so sorry i am so sorry i don't speak italian instead she's saying i my, my cold, cold, my cold soup, soup is not Italian. <laughs> was great. So just I, even if you try, like I think even yeah. though we laughed at her, like at least I was, I was just proud she'd gone on Duolingo and tried some words. Like that was the yeah. right thing to do. So pay attention yeah. to where you're going and learn a few key phrases. Now, flow on from that is literally pay attention. That's that's a top, top travel safety tip. Seems obvious, but the amount of people that you and I see wandering around the world that aren't paying attention. Their faces are in their phones. They're trying to get pictures. They're putting yep. on, they're taking stuff out of their bag in places where it's like yep. very much not ideal to be like highlighting that you have a ton of stuff in your purse or whatever. Is that exactly. hey attention right attention yeah it's like honestly it's it's probably the most important tip because i think all of our tips so far kind of relate to that just be aware pay attention if you yeah just pay attention it's a very simple it's very simple it's it's so simple but people are so distracted these days particularly by their phones that you and i will be walking around and seeing people who are tourists, but then like what they're so busy, like posting that photo immediately that they're there, that they're not paying attention to what's going on around them. And if you are going into certain really touristy spots, it's just, you're, you are opening yourself up for pickpocketing and robbery and petty theft and stuff like that. So just pay attention. Like it's so, it should be so obvious. And yet I feel like we're such a distracted world these days. We, we do not, walk around even when i have the google maps on i try and listen to it quietly enough that i'm not attracting attention to myself that i am a foreigner but also that also i'm not looking at it 24 7 right Right. so i'm not walking and looking at the phone so i don't just like walk off a cliff or fall into the river or whatever right but i have it i have it low enough and i never ever 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 wear earbuds or earphones like i know that's a common thing for people but i think if you're just, I don't, I don't do that as a traveler. I don't think that's safe. I don't think it's smart. If you're already like at the deficit by not speaking the local language and then you're obstructing your hearing, it's taking away one of your senses. I'm not a fan of it. Um, Do you, but also like, I think that's not smart. So I'm just going to say it and you can be offended or not. It's a good one. It is a good one. Um, Paying attention is important and really paying attention to your surroundings when you're in places like train stations, if you're carrying luggage and, and baggage and things like you, really want to pay close attention to your belongings, never walk away from them, never leave them anywhere. No. If you are traveling with a friend and say you're at a train station and you guys are going to get some food, one of you sits with the bags and you secure exactly. the bag straps under a seat that that person is sitting on and the other person goes and gets the food. You have to double team it yeah. because... And don't, yeah. 
don't you don't know go somewhere far don't go don't go far somewhere either. far don't leave your friend or whoever your travel buddy is like hanging with all the luggage and just go off like keep each other in sight um yeah. i think that's just common courtesy but there you know well, we've seen it happen so yeah we like to say what we've seen and experienced and so we're just trying to help um the other thing in terms of paying attention is when you are in really touristic areas, you want to pay attention to the people around you, approaching you right. at tourist spots, at train stations, and then anybody with a clipboard is like a dead giveaway yeah. to just avoid if you can. So yeah. um, like I always ask people who are like, well, they had a clipboard and I, I didn't want to be rude. I was like, you were in a foreign country. What did you think you were signing up for? Do you think your si- signature mattered? It's not like local political canvassing where your signature could matter because you're voting right. in that district or, or if, if you're, you know, donating to a charitable organization, like just do that online. You don't want to feel yeah. like, why would you give your, inf- you why would you let anybody take your information anyway? So anybody with a clipboard walk away from that anybody with a clipboard there's a a couple other stands relating to it but if someone like comes up to you and you've talked about this a dead giveaway is like where are you from like yes yeah if they ask where are you from walk keep walking yeah where are you from like don't yeah clipboard no i just i just say no you always laugh because i look like such a dickhead i'm always like no and then people are like you're rude i'm like i really don't care like i'm not going to be the one you robbed today so yeah you'd rather be shamed for being uh quote-unquote rude than to get your bag stolen or your information taken and and, and you can have that does happen, right? Like I've been I've been harassed by people who were doing the scams in various tourist locations where oh, I'm absolutely. very firm and I'm like, no, don't talk to me. Don't touch me. Like particularly if they come close to your body and your space, you can just be like, yep. please move away or just keep walking. Right. Like that's another firm. powerful yeah. thing is just to keep walking. Don't put yeah. your arm out to anybody. It sounds awful because like the whole point of travel for, for me is to meet wonderful people and, and learn about cultures, but like, you've just got to be smart. Like know yeah. when you're in a touristic area that, that, that there are certain scammers and things that are going on yeah. and be aware of that. And, and yeah. also just because you want to meet nice people, that has to be your choice, right? So if someone's enforcing themselves in your space, like you don't have to have that. That's not being rude. Right. So I'm always right. very firm, like, no, go away leave me alone. Don't yep. talk to me. Like, and people are always like, Oh, she's crazy. But I have seen people be harassed and be robbed in front of me by, you know, in front of the sacre coeur or in Italy or like on train stations, like don't engage with that. Like know nope. what the scams are. You can read about various scams in countries and it's like not to denigrate those countries or say that all people there are bad or, or any of that. It's just like, be aware of it. You know, yeah. like for instance, in, in Europe on the train stations, like if you see people get on and they're playing the accordion and the violin and they're trying to get your attention, they're going to come up to you and expect that you tip them. And if you make eye contact, they're coming at you. So you'll right. notice when you, when that happens that like, the locals on the train won't make any eye contact with those people. They don't care that they're playing the accordion or whatever. They're not interested. They're not making eye contact. There's no like handout cup that comes by. But if you, if you are videoing those people with your phone, you better be prepared to tip them because that a, that's rude. Um, And B like, you know, they know now that you're going to video them and use them for content. They expect you to tip them. So just saying, Um, I hustle you quite a bit. They might hustle you. Um, and, and also like 
just again, pay attention to the people around you in tourist spots. If you see a commotion, like my instinct is always to be a helper, but if you see a commotion on like a train or in a major tourist area, a lot of times the commotion is another scam. And I hate saying that because it's like, you should help people, but use common sense, really just understand and decipher. Like, is this like an, this, the old lady tram or old lady scam on the trams in Italy, where there's like a lady pretending that she's hurt and grabs your purse or asks you for a tissue in your bag or whatever. And then you're being, you know, from the side to other people grab your stuff. Be aware. Just pay attention. You know, again, the more you're aware, the more research you do, all these things lead in, they sort of connect to each other, right? Um, That helps you be safe. And then um, this kind of flows on from that, this next one, that is do not take pictures of anyone without their permission. That, That A is just rude, right? People are not content. People are not a zoo, for you to look at. And so, well, I think it happens a lot, mostly with white travelers. Um, but even, you know, we, we've seen it in, in Africa quite a bit. It doesn't matter what kind of traveler they are. They take pictures of people in Africa as if they are commodity, like they're part of the, you know, safari experience. And right. you should know the difference between when you're in a picture setup situation, say with like Maasai warriors or, or indigenous people, because you've paid and participated in something that okays that, that, and gives an allowance for that. If you are just really just randomly walking around taking photos of people, that's a not cool. Or B, if you plan on doing it, you should always use a photographer's rule, which is what the professional photographers are supposed to do, which is if you take a picture of somebody, you are then should, a a photographer who's getting paid should be obligated to go ask that person, do I have permission? Will you sign this release form? So that I think also just like it's, it keeps you a little bit safer, right? Like you shouldn't take anyone's picture without their permission and also not doing that or asking for asking for permission like prevents you from getting into an unsafe in in exchange with somebody or making them feel threatened or them threatening you or whatever just like just don't don't do it without their permission i mean i can't i don't know how much more i can say about that don't be a narcissist and don't be rude um let's talk about i always get asked this question from like uh safety point of view of what to wear, right? Um, Mm -hmm. What to wear that's for safety, like important, right? Because you don't want to be like robbed or whatever, but you uh, you don't want things to fall out of your bags or whatever. So I'm just going to give our tips that we use, Zephyr. I know there's a ton of people who have great safety tips out there. Like if I forgot anything, like, you know, message me or whatever, but I'm just going to tell you what we do that has worked for us so far. I always err to the side of a smaller crossbody bag, usually with a mm. chain strap or a safety strap that, that can't just be clipped off. Um, and it keeps it kind of smaller and closer to me and my person, as opposed to like a big bag that's easy to like stick your hand in on a train or a tram or on a bus or just walking on the street or in a crowded space. And it just makes it easier to get around anyway. I also use um, an undergarment credit card and cash holder. So I use one that works for me. There's a couple of different kinds that work for women or men or unisex. I really recommend those, particularly 
if you're doing a lot of travel, keeping your passport and your like important credit cards and information and, and, um, you know, if you have larger bills, keep that in a, uh, there's like a, uh, under this, under the, um, t-shirt or under the shirt, uh, crossbody one that I really like. Um, there's one that can go in a woman's bra that I think is really great. There's some money pouch ones for men. I would say like follow the instructions and make sure they're not, um, too tucked too high underneath your belt so that they're easy to get. Cause obviously people know about these things too. Um, I would also say, what you should do is always have larger bills and important credit cards and those things. You can also put, if you choose to put your passport in there. Um, but it leave you just easy, accessible money. Um, I, I always like to have a little bit of cash and coin from wherever the local currency is in my crossbody, my smaller crossbody. And that just makes it easier for when you need to get, you know, when you, you need to use that for, easy transit or small purchases. Right. Uh, Right. That's, that's always worked for us. So that's one of our tips. Go ahead. Oh, um, what I was going to say was also when you're just going out, um, you're not going from one place to another when you're just going out to do something, don't bring a bunch of stuff. People bring too much stuff. I see people with like two backpacks when they're just, they're just going out in the main tourist area. Don't. Yeah don't do that because that is more, that's more stuff. It's very obvious, you know, people right. can try to steal your stuff and some of that stuff, I'm going to be honest, you don't need it. We don't, when we're going out, you have your little bra wallet, you have yep. like maybe like a, what, what is it? Your, like a little purse crossbody thing. I do have the underclothes pouch thingy that crosses yep. across my body that fits the passports. Yep. And exactly. Uh, Cause that, that's important to have, but you yeah. don't need to bring a million other things. Like, and it, I, you don't the stuff you don't need if you do if you, if you are taking a day trip and you're going to bring a backpack at least our always our rule of thumb and this, you probably heard this a lot and you see it is you wear your backpack in the front it, it's just like it looks yeah. stupid maybe to people yeah, but it's kind of dorky it, but it's you're much safer off doing yeah. it no one can, you know no one's looking at you and going why why is your backpack backwards because half the locals do it too because they take much more places we're talking at basically outside of the u.s but hey places like new york you'll you won't see a new yorker like flaunting their backpack too hardcore on the back if they take the subway a lot like so it's wear your backpack in the front and try not to overpack or you know carry too much crap because then it just becomes a burden anyway so um the other one is dressing. Now, this is something that's been interesting because uh, you you see a lot of people, particularly travel bloggers and people are like, oh, it's all about their fashion. And they're like, want to look really great. And they want to take a picture of their Chanel bag at the cafe in Paris or whatever, like, cool. But I don't recommend traveling with expensive items. Like I'm not, I don't bring the best jewelry I have or the nicest clothes that I have. I mean, I don't try to look crappy or shabby. Um, but I also don't want to wear things that I would be sad if I got robbed, like really expensive shoes and jewelry and bags. Like you just kind of make yourself a target for robbery. And I'm like, I don't need that. Uh, but then to the flip side of that is you'll see like tourists and I, I see it in New Orleans all the time because it's such a touristic city and I've seen it, you know, in any of the major tourist cities is the people who particularly older people, and I feel bad for them because they're just such targets for it. They show up to a city where people just dress normally 
And they're wearing like backpacking gear. So they've got like floral right. tourist <laughs> like uh, like shirts on and they've got like cargo pants that zip open at the knee and fanny packs and like sun hats and whatever. And they literally yeah. just scream tourist. And you're like, okay, but like you're in the city. So now we all know you're not from here. And now we know that you're carrying around stuff. Like it's just like a funny thing to me when I see people dressed in tourist gear or like trek gear it's like guys you're you're literally like in a city right even like when i see people in europe and they're on like the rick steves tours or whatever it's like they stick out like sore thumbs because they're always wearing the the cargo pants that zip off at the knee as if they're going on safari in africa when really they're in amsterdam like exactly and you look, you just make yourself a target, right? So yeah. for all the unwanted approaches, the requests for money, the requests for, are you like from here? Are you law? Like you, you kind of make yourself yeah. a target. I think if anything, our safety tip is kind of to just blend in and look like you live there, right? Yeah. Like you could wearing, dress cool, but not obvious. Yeah. Wearing like really cheesy touristy clothes is like putting like a red X on your forehead for like totally. scammers and pickpocketers. Yes. Yes. And for... You, Parents, you, know you don't know you're there. Correct. For parents who are always like uh, looking for extra safety tips, the one thing you and I do, Zephyr, is I always put you in one piece of clothing that's either bright that I know about. So it could be a hat, could be a shirt. And then it's something that is distinguishable. Like you and I will travel and I'll say like, hey, my, I'll be able to tell them my son is wearing a bright green fluorescent shirt that says sneaky pickle new orleans um right wear stuff like that that's not super like if you were to say like if you're in new orleans and then you're like your kid's lost and you've purchased the cliched like new orleans t-shirt don't do that you know like go where wherever you're going try to wear something that is like uh easily identifiable if you need that and i always put you in a bright hat or a bright shirt so that if we're in a crowd i can find you or spot you or i don't lose you right. and also like you know tell your kids like hey we're going out today i'm wearing this outfit and so like if the kid gets separated they can also identify you um you don't right. have to wear floral vests although some parents do um put put their kids in safety vests that's like obviously that's a choice but um, that to me sort of tends to lean more towards like making your kid a target, an obvious target in certain spots. But like, I always am like, he has a bright orange, um, he has a day glow orange hat on or like whatever, something that identifies right. you and keeps you, um, easy to spot. So I, I feel true. like that is useful. And then another thing with that is being respectful of the local customs for dressing. Okay. Like mm-hmm. a lot of the places you will travel outside of the United States and in the United States, even uh, be respectful. If you're going into churches that particularly in Europe, or if you're going into temples across Asia, you need to be respectful of what the custom is there. How many people outside the temples in Thailand are not dressed appropriately? They have to then buy something. It's like, it's fine if you want to do that and support the local vendors there. But at the same time, you should have done a little bit of research and you should know that you have to have your, your shoulders covered. You're going into a place of worship, whether you believe it or not, you're going there, you, you know, like you are a guest. If you're going into any of the major Catholic churches or the basilicas across Europe, you need to have your shoulders covered. You need to have partial women in particular need to have their shoulders and like um, pants and shirts or pants and sh- dresses and skirts that aren't too short. 
you need to be respectful. If you're going into a country that is an Islamic country or an Arab country and they women wear headdresses and that's what's appropriate, then that's what you need to do too. It's not about what like how they can convenience you it's how you can be respectful and by not being respectful you actually do end up being less safe um so i always say like dress respectfully pay attention to the religious customs or the more conservative customs of any particular area before you go it it might not be how you do it but it's what you should do when you go so we're almost done by the way like i feel like we're covering a lot we're almost done here um, the other, I think maybe like the, the last one I really want to hit, um, and this will be it is passport safety. Um, passport mm. safety. There's so much debate about what you should do. Generally speaking, have copies of it, digital paper. And then obviously like we talked about sending it to a family member or a friend, right. if you need your passport with you during the day, great. If you don't, and you're renting an Airbnb, hide it somewhere safe. Okay, so tight okay. it somewhere safe, lock it in your luggage if you have luggage locks or whatever. If you're in a hotel and they have a safe in the hotel and that safe is bolted into the dresser or wherever that safe is, leave your passport there. That's You can lock it, leave your passport. Again, it's going to be on you to know the code, but you sh- your backup is you have digital copies and the hotel will probably have a master key to help you get that out in case it's a problem. Um, right. Sometimes you don't always want to travel with your passport, but then there are times where, you know, if you go shopping at certain places, they'll want to scan your passport. So just use, use smart instincts with it, but like definitely don't leave your passport out in hotel rooms, uh, particularly if you're getting cleaning service. That's not to say that all the cleaning people are bad or whatever. It's just, that's just the smart thing to do. Don't leave your passport out in obvious places, even in an Airbnb that you're renting because you're not the only one with the key to that place and be smart about that. And um, if you are traveling as a solo parent, lastly on this, uh, you will need to have a letter if if the parent of that child is alive and is involved in that child's life, you either need to have a letter from that parent that says that you have permission to take your child across international borders and it has to be a notarized letter for customs officials. If the parent does not have another parent, you will need the documentation to show that. So just be prepared because that keeps you and your child safe when you're crossing international borders. And it's something that I don't think is talked about enough and it's something you and I have come across and we always travel with this safety letter from your dad that I had to have him write and then get notarized and give to me and make sure you obviously, again, digital copies and extra copies of everything. And, yep. uh, and if you do have another parent, always make sure that they know that you're taking your child overseas somewhere so that they're aware yeah, exactly. in case, in case international borders or customs or border patrol needs to contact them. Yeah. And I think we're done. I think that's it. Yeah. I think that's do we, it. Do we cover enough? I felt like yeah. I wanted to take enough time to make sure we got it all and not, yeah. but not bore everybody. Yeah. Um, if we come up with more then we'll do a part two to this and maybe eventually. Right. Okay, great. Well, safety first. Hope to see you out there on the road and catch us at Single Mom Budget Travel on Instagram or on Facebook. Catch you later. Catch you later. Bye. Bye. Bye.